everyone, and welcome into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we are happy to talk to y'all this week. How are you? I am... I'm dope. That's so cool. <laughs> Love to hear that you're dope. Hmm. You're feeling dope, too. It's, I'm so... I just got really cold. Me too. I got freakishly cold. I'm actually under my blankie as we speak. Me too. I'm under my blankie. That's the one thing that's like, not the one thing, but that's one of the things that's good about recording from home because like, I wouldn't want to like lug my blanket, like, you know, um, to Eric's house, even though I'd be getting way too comfortable there. Um, I wouldn't want to do that. If I could figure out how to record from bed. Oh my God. Well, excuse me, sorry. I sit on the edge of my bed to record, but it's still not the same because oh I'm God. sitting up. It's a trap, though, to lay down. While yeah, you I, couldn't, I couldn't lay down record. Plus, I feel like um, I be wondering people because, like, <laughs> so I, you know, I can't sit up, but like, you know, and recently now people have been doing interviews where like you talk on the phone and like, I'm like, I wonder if people can hear me like laying down because I'll be laying down on my side and I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, well, what you expect me to do? Sit up straight? Like, I don't know. No sitting up straight. No way. Not in my house. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Yeah, I definitely um would be the type of person to convince myself that I could do the podcast while laying down. And then mm. you know you but you mind, you mind you know I'm quick to fall asleep. Yeah, it's a definitely a slippery slope. I would never I would never lay down. Cause my it's a eyes, yeah, it is. Cause that's what I did earlier. I was like, all right, I'm gonna rest my eyes and then I was like, Whoop. You remember when um I will. I don't know if you did this back in school, but you'd be like doing your homework or something. I just saw a tweet about this. You'd be doing your homework and you'd be like, all right, let me just move to my bed. That way I can lay on my stomach. And I used to fall asleep with my head in that book. Like, why would I even think yes, I could study on the too. bed like this? Me too. Or I used to um like fall asleep uh in my computer. And it's like those sleeps be the most hypnotizing sleeps ever. Like you, when it's nighttime and it's time to go to bed, you don't fall asleep that easily. But when you need to study and I, it got to the point where I was like, okay, so to fall asleep, all I got to do is read a book. And I'm like, I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> also, like I used to, uh, fall asleep, um, in the library. Yo, the library is another place where you get this sleepy exhaustion. It's just like, bruh, I'm so, like, drowsy. I don't even know what to do. I loved the library. I loved it there. It was such... I loved it. I loved it so much. I know. I miss uh, having access to a library. Uh, I feel like, obviously, you can go to a public library, but it's, like, not... It's not the same as, like, when you were, like, in school and everybody yeah. was kind of, like, there, like, working on something really important. Like, I don't know. I feel like at the library, it's, like, a lot of kids be there, like, literal children. Like yeah, that's how, that's how I feel. Like, I don't really like the public library. I liked um, the library at my school. A lot because I didn't even go to the public library when, um, because there was, I mean, no, I went to like, well, first of all, the New York library is filthy, um, it is very filthy. It, I did not know a library could be that way, 
Um, because I'm trying to think, because of like the libraries that we had, like we have pretty nice libraries, especially the one near the art museum. That's a nice ass library. Oh, that drawing is beautiful. So like, imagine going to that and then you go to college and then you see this nasty ass library. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, no disrespect, but the libraries in New York, it might as well be the subway. <laughs> Literally everything in New York. Mine's, oh, sorry. You, every time I think about my dirtiest New York subway memory, you know what I think about. Oh, yeah. When that person was smelling like, they literally smell like shit. I think they did it on themselves, like right there. I think he literally pooped on himself yeah. in the subway. Because it was like, first it wasn't there and he was standing there. Then all of a sudden he got real stiff and we start smelling all this poop smell. I'm like, are you kidding me? So yeah. that's what the library is like? No, thank you. Yeah, it was bad. I went there like a few times um, to get books, but I'm like, why am I going here? Like, <laughs> oh, well, it was like a really fun conversation about library. Sorry, guys, we just <laughs> I really just forgot we was on the mic. I just felt like we were on the phone just then. But um, also our show, we're doing you know the thing that we do when we just like, just like um, just get funky with the um with the format. Get funky with the format. Yeah, fuck the format sometimes. Like, you gotta just say fuck the outline. In life, you just gotta say fuck the outline from some, from time to time. And today is the day we did that, mostly because very slow and depressing Newsweek. Wow. It mm-hmm. just was like... Don't want to talk about that. Can we please have some really mm-hmm. just normal news? Like, just not even good news, just normal news. Like, hey, you know... We're going to have a lot of apples this season. Like, I just would kill for some news like that, like about a, like a lemonade stand or something. A cat getting rescued from a tree. Yeah, cat getting rescued from an older woman, uh, getting saved by something. Like, I don't know, just anything like typical. Like, I remember some stories on the news used to be like, I'm like, oh, this is so lighthearted and like boring. And I would just kill for some lighthearted, boring news. But exactly, hey. like pumpkin patch, like you know, somebody. Which reminds me, did not get to go to the pumpkin patch this year. But anyway, um, yeah, like, the, like stuff like that. I like those news stories. That's like this family business has been making cheesecake fa- cheesecake since the eighties. Like, yes, I do want to hear about that. I want to hear about a family just making cheesecake and like. And I really want to hear that they've Excuse added me. a vegan option, but like that's all I want to hear is like news like that. So I guess it we're we're kind of going to be giving you that in this this episode, just like very mediocre, not so terrible news. Mm-hmm. So first things first. Even though the outlaw is changing, we still got to talk about insecure. Yes. That's just, oh before we talk about that. Sorry, actually, teaser. Let's get into the meme party that we attended um, to celebrate our girl Savvy this weekend. It was so fun. It was really, it was so cute. And it made me feel like, oh, like I do stuff with my friends because I really don't be doing stuff with my friends. Um, But that made me feel like, yay, I'm doing something with my friends. Yeah, I'm doing something with my friends. I'm having fun. Um, And sometimes like, I could be so tired that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, staying in the house is so fun, fun, fun. But then when you go to certain events and you're just around people and the vibe is nice, it's like, yo, it's really actually nice to go outside. But not only just go outside, but to be around really cool people. Yeah. 
that shit really makes all the difference. So I just felt really, really thankful. Again, happy birthday. Shout out to our girl, Savvy. It was her birthday party. We had, went to her house. She was Joanne the Scammer. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Couldn't even look at her. Like, imagine somebody with a beard on, just looking adorable <laughs> all night. Like, come on. Yeah, like, she really looked adorable. But yeah, I had I had fun. Got to use the air fryer. <laughs> um, Yo, you love the air fryer. I've never seen nobody that's like, you know how some people are grillers? Like, when you bring the grill out, they buy and make way. That's you with the air fryer. Yep. I love it. It's a great invention. Especially as somebody who hate to wait for certain stuff. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I love, don't get me wrong, I love a great oven, but like, waiting, I would boop, Yeah, I definitely be waiting a long ass time because sometimes, like, the oven is the best way to warm shit up because it is, it makes things crispy. Like, the, you know, the microwave yeah. can make, like, you want more french fries, the microwave gonna have them drawn super sweaty, super soggy. Yeah. And that's actually really gross to me. Like, it's, I just hate that. It's, it's like, useless but if you put it like in the oven it gets crispy but air fryer is like the middle ground where it's like crispy but microwave time exactly i just feel like i don't know what it is i still don't know how to use it it's really you just press buttons i don't get it iman you don't want to get it i don't get it like it's just too hard to use i don't know how to clean it i don't understand it i don't understand the science behind the air fryer Iman, you do so many complicated things. In this I don't know why the air fryer intimidates me. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. It do. It's just like, it's like something in me that's just like, you can't. <laughs> Every time I walk over to it, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's really so easy, though. I think just new things, just I don't be liking to learn. That's what it is. Yeah. That's so, weird. Yeah, that's so funny. You really, It's so funny because you're so young. I know it's going to be terrible by the time I get to be like a certain age where most people are like, all right, look, I've tapped out of like, that's how my mom is. Yep. I'm just like her in that way. And my mom is actually like that too. Like, I think that's why I learned it from that. If you don't want to learn something, you don't have to. Oh my God. If you don't want to learn something, you can tell your brain that you don't know how to do it and you'll believe it. And then you'll just don't, you just avoid it for the rest of your life. Oh all you got to do is just avoid in life. <laughs> anyway. And also so many people, you do it for me. My brothers do it for me. I feel like there's no reason for me to learn how to do it. <laughs> there's nobody putting me in a position to have to learn. It's true. I'm One day I'm going to let you do it on your own. To child. You said you <laughs> like your food fast. You might as well hurt. You can just keep doing it. <laughs> I was so happy you knew how to use the air fryer savvy party though, cause them um Beyond Burgers, that's what they were, right? Oh no, that, <coughs> those are the were they the Guardian Johns? Those are the Guardian ones, yes. <laughs> they uh, were so good. And they had like a super smoky taste to them. And they you were. put the avocado with the barbecue sauce. And just shout out to people who who know that like the vegans are coming and actually bring us, you know, get us something to eat because it's very sweet. I'm be honest, I don't go places ever expecting to have anything to eat because yeah. I've been put in a position too many times. We've been put in positions. I've been put in a lot of positions, but like Savvy and Danny were like, nope, we know you eat, we 
know y'all going to be drinking. Everybody else going to be eating. That's not fair. We want you to be here. We're going to get you some food and, and prepare you some stuff too. And I just thought that was so nice, you know, to yeah. go out the way for us like that. And I honestly, moving forward, 2022 is a, it's a requirement. I'm not coming if you're not bringing me nothing to eat. I've already mm-hmm. rolled this plan out with my family, but I'm going to start rolling it out to everybody. Like, if you want me to be somewhere, have me something to eat. Because also, like, it's just too complicated. And sometimes, like, I'll do it. Like, I don't have shame when it comes to that. Like, I we went to a party and I ordered food. Um, and yeah. uh, I don't have shame doing it. But, like, sometimes, even though I'll do it, it'll, I feel, like, awkward about it sometimes. I'm just like, oh, like, I'm ordering food. This probably, I don't want to have to explain, like, oh, I'm vegan. That's why I'm doing this. It's not that I hate your food. Like, it's just I literally can't have it. Um, and also like, I don't want to come to a party and spend money. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially if I already bought a bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I've right? already bought stuff here. I'm like, I'm yeah. spending more money on this party than what I was spending on my own. Like, you know, but I, I accept that it was a learning curve at first, you know, mm-hmm. I really did. Cause a lot of people can, can judge like f- folks not having things, but there are people who really don't know what veganism is especially in my family. There are a lot of people who have no clue what it was till they met me. Like, they were like, oh, you vegan, here's some turkey, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, like... You can that's... eat turkey, can't you? Chicken and turkey? You don't eat seafood, you don't eat milk. There's a lot of people in my family that's still learning. So that's why I started rolling the plan out. Like, it, I gave... Like, I'm going to be five years vegan in January, so I feel like giving people damn near five years to understand me is a good grace period for now. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't feel good to like have pressure to come. But then when I get here, like I'm starving. Yeah. Right. Cause, and you're going to have alcohol and like what? And it's like, so you don't want me to leave early. You do want me to come. Ordering food isn't always even an option. Like it just starts to feel like, Hmm, you really value me. Wouldn't you at least give me an egg roll or something? I mean, vegetable spring roll, something. Like, I know when I go to... I like that. Yeah, like, honestly, I don't need, like, a buffet. Just something. That's Mm -hmm. all. Just a little something to put on my stomach, please. I'm begging. Exactly, so I don't pass the hell out. Yeah, especially, like... And I wouldn't even think about that. Like, you're drinking. Like, you need something to eat. I just try to eat before I come places most times. But again, you Mm -hmm. get hungry, especially with drinking and dancing and all that stuff. Yes. So please. But I had fun. I had fun. I had a blast. It was very cute. I feel like I had, wait, when the last, like, um, get together like that? Oh, she had a get together last year. Um, But yeah, I just, it was very cute. Like, I love doing stuff like that because I feel like I would never do stuff like that. Yeah, you said I then, never do stuff like that. What? I, what? Saying, I feel like you do things like fun parties all the time. I feel like you know what it is. I don't document stuff, so this is the first time I like documented stuff. Like I took a picture. I took a picture of what was going on. Like that was the first time. So that's what I'm really talking about. I love that I was able to actually get dressed this year because I didn't do Halloween. So oh, I'm like yeah. this kind of felt like another opportunity for me. I was over. I was fucking over Halloween. This is the first year that I was just like, you know what? Over this shit. Kind of feel like that about Christmas right now. Like, it's just so much. I know. I, I'm still watching Christmas movies, trying to get myself, you know, like, pumped. Like, let's go. 
Let's go. Yeah, I think the thing that makes me feel the most in season in the season is gifting, and like just wrapping them and stuff like that. But this year, I had to be like a little bit more like financially responsible as far as like getting decorations and stuff like that because I just moved into my place and. I'm still getting my life together. So yeah. I was like, mm, I'm not going to spend money on things that'll be up for a month. You know, I can do that next year once I'm like got this place together. But there's still so many essential things that I need right now that I'm like, I just I need to put the money in a smarter place right now. Yeah. However, I am still going to like put, you know, I'm good to go with gifting this season. And I'm like, that's what's going to make me most excited, like looking online to, and thinking about people. But I'm going to watch a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Uh, later today, I think that'll get me. What Christmas movie? I was thinking about just going with a classic like Home Alone. I watched um, Jingle All the Way yesterday, and um, I was like, you know what? I lo- I love it. I love it. It's so goofy, so ninety, so uh, like it's so <laughs> like that. It's so like ridiculous. Um, and but like so whenever you get a chance like you should watch this it. on disney plus it was a you have you seen jingle all the way yeah and that's so funny because i'm like remembering is it something with the radio station that you're about to talk about yes it's a radio <laughs> station and turbo man but i was getting mad about jingle all the way because the mom was acting like so when i was a kid i'm like oh like he's a bad dad like why is he not there he literally was working he That's was working. the premise of a lot of movies yeah, like santa he claus was, too he, yeah he was working um and um he yeah he was working a lot and she wasn't pleading his case to the son like she just was like oh i don't know why your dad keeps breaking promises it's like <laughs> Like, tell your son he's working. Like, you act like he hate him or something. And, like, tell him his dad. And they had a big-ass house, a nice house. His his room had a, um, what superhero was that? I think it might have been Captain America. Like, mural in it. He had, like, all, like, his room was so nice. The little boy's oh, room. The house was beautiful. Even, like, looking at it now from, like, looking at it now in 2021. And now movie happened in, like, the 90s. I'm like, it's still a nice house. And... It, like it still aged well the house and like she's like yeah i don't know why he did that. also like it was like one is obviously it's 90 so there's some problematic stuff in it but like so sinbad was the oh yeah man first of all he was the most annoying part in the movie i hate looking back at 90s movies first of all he annoyed me when i was a kid so i don't like in 90s movies like the comedy is like the black person just being loud and oh hell like, no he was like come on man i need that turbo man i need that turbo man and like it was just too much so wow he gonna say he they at the diner he gonna tell Ar- arnold schwarzenegger um character that the reason why he's a mailman well he was saying that he he was he said that he was a failure because he was a mailman not true it's still a job but he was saying that he was like a failure and he never succeeded at anything because his dad didn't buy him this action figure and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna... do you know how many of us could use that same story to just not like, to just how... self-loathe 
Yeah, like how are you gonna blame that? And I'm like, you're not, you're not a loser. Like you're cho- you're choosing to be a loser. Like you're choosing to be a loser right now. Like I feel like that. Like you can really make a good. Now that I'm older, I'm like you can really make a good career out of working for the post office. And you could but- especially make one like in the '90s where emails didn't exist and everything was literally like and- by mail and packaged. Just like he first wasn't- of all. And he wasn't delivering nobody packages, and he was trying to he was trying to uh uh like sabotage Arnold Schwarzenegger because like they both was looking for Turbo Man. And he was throwing the packages at him and like yeah, throwing he was definitely a nuisance so, in that movie. He was, he was a such he was the most annoying part. Like any like I when I tell you I loved every part of that movie except except him. And I'm like that's a shame. The only black character. And I'm like <sighs> I can't stand this guy, but he was so annoying. But like I feel like that movie like definitely it's a good Christmas movie. Like I love. Christmas movies um and everybody knows like every year well I did it last year and this year like the Christmas movie like countdown thing um I uh I don't know if I'll be able to do it next year because when I tell y'all it's not that many Christmas horror movies like I'm fighting for my life um I was fighting for my life to add stuff it's really not to say how are you finding all these I did a lot. I did a lot of extensive research. <laughs> I'm tell you, like, I did a lot. Um, and also, like, at the end of the list, I just counted Edward Scissorhands as a horror, like, as a, like, spooky Christmas movie because it's technically a holiday movie, um, Edward Scissorhands. But that makes sense. I love Christmas movies. I love Santa Claus. So I feel like if you want to watch, you want recommendations for christmas movies i got you because i like i just love christmas movies i do too and i like a lot of like obscure christmas movies too like things that i will never watch again like i remember one year uh i used to like you know work at a little cubicle and i would set my phone up put netflix on and sometimes i would watch Grey's anatomy but then when the christmas season came i was like let me just put on like christmas movies things that with plots that are simple enough where i don't have to like be watching the screen but i can listen and peep over and i was watching so many of those like hallmark style Christmas movies on um, my phone mm-hmm. it was so it was just something so nostalgic about it so I like a mix between the classics and just like Hallmark style Christmas movies see that's what I was fighting with when I was making a list I personally don't I don't really like romance and Christmas stuff oh I love it Um, I like Christmas when it's like kid, like that kid like childish innocent like thing I'm really not a fan of like romance um, Christmas stuff I don't know why also like I'd be like I want Santa Claus to get the most screen time as possible <laughs> like when I'm <laughs> Like that that be my like thought process when I'm looking up Christmas movies and I put this list together. I'm like, what movies the Santa Claus has like the most screen time? Like that's what I want to watch. Cause like I put on I watched the Santa and this is so funny. I realized that the movie's called The Santa Claus. Like C-L-A-U-S-E, like claws, because it's like I forgot what the word claws mean. I know y'all probably screaming at me, like, it means this, it means that. Oh yeah, claws is like a um what is it? It's an organization. It's a contract. That's what it is. So it's like, it's a play on words. So it's like the Santa contract. That's what it's called. Um, okay. Yeah. So the Santa like a, clause. Like a legal clause. Yes. So he's obligated to be sitting like he's the Santa. That is his contract. Isn't that funny? But, um, so I watched the Santa Claus last year and I put on this list the Santa Claus too. 
Um, so I'm gonna keep on doing it like every year. Hopefully, um, I feel like I'm all over the place saying this, but hopefully I'll be able to like when uh next year to like record myself and like watching movies and reviews and stuff on it. But um, yeah, the I'm watching the Santa Claus too because I'm like, what? what movie Santa Claus has the most screen time? Like I said, like, I'm like, I want to see Man in Red. That's how, that'd be my thought process. I'm so, I love that. I do love Santa Claus. I love child, I love kids and just, you know, falling in love for Christmas. Christmas. That's why I think I like the Santa Claus so much because it's such perfect, um, it's perfect between like adult humor Mm -hmm. and like a child's like dreams and hopes and wishes. Like it's so cute. But I really love holiday love. Like I was, I was watching this one John. It was like um, a king. I mean, like a prince. And of course, you know how the prince at first he's like a jerk, but then he's like misunderstood. And then the girl like um, infiltrates and he finds out she's not real royalty. Like it's just I love stuff like that. Like because essentially it's like it's the same premise as a lot of Disney movies, but for adults. Yeah, yeah. So I do like it. I see this thing on Netflix. I gotta check it out. It was like a castle for Christmas. I'm like, uh, oh, it's got my name written all over it. That sounds so cute. I got the a Netflix movie I have on my list. It's called Claws. It's animated. Um, (laughs) oh, I know what you're talking about. I thought I was thinking about claws, like you know, sharp nails, like claws. I'm like, that sounds like something you would like. So, like yeah it's called claws it's it's a yeah animated movie because when i saw that i said okay the man in red is front and center like i'm like that's like last year i watched the polar express for the first time um i i know that's as long as time but like when the polar express first came out you have to understand i'm a 90s child and that technology like seeing that was very scary um and i did not want to see it different i i I never could pay attention it was beautiful but it just was too much but i watched it last year and i really liked it another thing uh, and theme in my favorite not to turn into the christmas show but like another theme yes that i love in christmas movies or holiday movies is when the kids or somebody don't believe in santa Mm -hmm. and then they get their head like spinning around because i don't know have you seen miracle on 34th street not yet. So I watched the originals. Also, that's another thing I love. I love old Christmas movies, like black and white ones. But they're like, oh, ma. Like, when they talk them, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that Atlantic accent. Like, I love that so much. Because I watched, um, I watched, uh, what the fuck is that movie called? Y'all know the one where the nigga, <laughs> I said, where the, sorry, where he, um, he don't appreciate his life. It's a wonderful life. That's I'm saying. Oh yeah, you know, I do pre- like that one. So I freaking, I watched that last year, so I didn't put it on my list this year, which I wanted to watch it again, but whatever. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I freaking love that movie. Um, and I watched, excuse me, Miracle on 34th Street, like the original one. And like, it kind of was a, the, the, the one that came out when we were kids has, um, the girl who played Matilda in it. Okay. Um, and that's on HBO Max. But the uh, original one, I liked it a lot. Um, did not know how um, intense the movie was going to be. And it kind of was a... Anytime I see a movie that's like comes out in 1947 and a woman is single, I'm like, oh my God, this is controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this movie was probably... A cr-. Like back then, they probably was like, this is the craziest movie in cinema. A Christmas movie with a single woman 
who lives in New York, who has no time for her child because she's always working. She probably that movie was probably the talk of the town when it came and out. And it's so they, wild because it probably was so many women living that same life. Yeah, it was quote unquote taboo. It's like, exactly. well, the reason why they did it. She wasn't married. Her baby father left her, and this is 1947. I was like, oh, she was a whore. Like that was wild for back then. I did not know. My jaw was like to the floor. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a wild movie. Like she really not married and she's raising a child and like she's she's teaching her daughter things. Like I was wow. like, is that allowed? Wow. She probably broke like eight eight laws. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I just was like, and then I was watching, um, when I was watching it, I was like, um, when, what happened? Yeah, when I was watching it, and I, um, what the fuck was I about to say? I forgot what the hell I was about to say. Oh, and it takes place in Macy's, which is like, whoa, that's like, whoa. That's cool. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good movie. I love holiday movies, even though I have my list already tightened up. Um, I don't play about my list, but um, please send us holiday movies, especially I know for me the oh Iman Hulu has a bunch of romantic um holiday movies. Ooh, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, you would really lose your mind because they have it in a sec. First of all, that's another thing. If any people who do social media stuff like that and graphic stuff listening. That is a genius thing to do when it's holidays and you and they separate like movies and stuff by like like these are holiday films like yeah please that, please more than like it makes, and I like when they do family holiday romance yes. holiday animated yes. holiday yeah like scary holiday like please more of that more segregation is what I'm hearing because yeah. it really works like literally saying like this is the black Netflix community here is the like Latinx uh, Spanish community here is the LGBTQ plus yes. like um, Netflix community um, sorry L- did, I say, did I say Latinx uh, Netflix community I don't know but look so just segment it out based on like cultures mm-hmm. and I think that that is actually so much stronger for marketing because it's like stop trying to get everybody to like everything because we don't like and just get everybody give everybody what they want yes i love that so much and also like i noticed that they did um they um separated movies that like because for instance on my list i have the conjuring 2 which apparently i googled it and it's like considered a holiday movie um i don't remember it much but yeah so they have stuff separated by like um like not awkward but like off kilter like that's such a word that they use um like it's like off kilter holiday movie so that made it easier for me to make my list and stuff um so i'm excited to watch the conjuring too because i don't really remember it so i'm like holiday movie would it snow that's really the basic i'm like do it snow <laughs> at the end preferably yeah holiday movie but no, i love that um so yeah recommend some more holiday movies guys we will be watching December is still pretty early. So it's also nice to know that we got some time to just sit back and watch them. Yes. What about Insecure? Let's get into that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, so we were saying earlier, like Insecure, this season is pretty slow. Like I didn't expect it um, to uh, be this slow. 
Um, especially because it's the um it's the last um season, so I thought everything's gonna like pow, 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 pow. Yeah. It's really not. Um, there are sweet moments and stuff like that, um, even though it's like it's slow. Um, what happened? It was something that happened that I was like, I oh, so this is like, I mean, it'll come for full circle. So some, I saw a tweet this week where somebody was like, um, Twitter is ruined TV writing. And somebody was like, writers that can't write, that's what's, ru- what's ruined in TV writing because they're looking at like tweets and like social media posts and they're being like, Ooh, I understood the assignment. Like they're doing mm-hmm. stuff like that, writing stuff like that. But I love how, um, the writers on Insecure, they are still like aware of stuff like that we're saying um in like the real universe and then they add it to their universe and it's still like it's not like corny or it's not like forced right it's like very like when Issa did like (laughs) when she like took the baby and was like punted like fuck them kids like it's still like that's something that people have been saying like on social media a lot as of late but it's it still wasn't like it wasn't like corny and it didn't like keep on going and going and going it like happened and then that was it and it was funny and like i noticed that with this last episode um this past sunday's episode where there was moments where i'm like that is so like current but it's not it's not done in a corny way and it's like very like oh like get it like you know it wasn't yeah. like bing it wasn't like bing bong like it wasn't just like you know it just wasn't you know not bing bong um <laughs> i like that kelly says something like to your point like she delivered a joke in a way that i think that like a lot of like the way me and my friends talk like um somebody was talking about daniel and Kelly made a joke like, damn, I feel like Lawrence over here. Some shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's something. That's definitely something we can say. That's the type of, like, zinger that a friend will say. And you be like, bitch, stop. Like, that is so out of bounds. But <laughs> it's so funny because it's like nobody else in your life could say that other than a really close friend. Nobody else could bring up the fact that you cheated and make a joke <laughs> out of it and ruined your relationship. Other than your really close friend. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was funny. That was really funny. That was, I was like, <laughs> I remember being like, ooh, out loud. <laughs> because I'm like, that's really funny. Like, bringing up a historical thing that happened in their friendship. But this episode was really fun to see. Even though it wasn't the most eventful. And I'm not going to lie, like, I'm getting worried because we only have three more episodes. And I'm like, it doesn't feel like this thing is about to close out. You know? But I just got to trust the process. But um, I really did like them getting all dressed up and saying... I'd rather just stay in because if that ain't me, if that ain't my dream for me and my friends to just stay inside and some nights it's like that. And also I'm like, has insecure managed to essentially avoid all really big social non responsible events this season? Because if you really think about it, like, okay, yeah, they went to that little event at the school. That was one Mm -hmm. thing they did, Mm -hmm. but then they didn't get into the bar for one episode they only partied outdoors which is kind of safe and then this episode they were like going to go out and then they decided to stay in so i feel like without speaking on the pandemic they've kind of all always stayed 
in the same life that we're living now. Like, cause I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes when I see a show and people are in the clubs and in the bars and stuff, I'm, I start getting stressed, even if it's not in the same time period, you know? Yeah. So I just like that they've managed to avoid any like highly stressful situations to watch while we deal with a pandemic. Like that's gotta be intentional. But I'm happy. I'm also happy that they did not make it like a COVID show. Like, cause I yeah. don't really like when like, cause also like, People try to do it in the sh- in shows, but it's like never consistent. Like for instance, Law and Order was do- I was watching Law and Order, and um, this girl went to go visit her uh, grandfather who was elderly, so she had her mask on to go visit him. And they was outside. She had her mask on, but other people around her didn't have their mask on. And this is in New York, and I'm like, I feel like on the East Coast more like people more like wear like. It's not like it was like in Miami or something, like no shade, but like um they didn't it was just like also another thing, they were in the courtroom and they were um there was when they were on the stand somebody was on the stand, there was like the plexiglass, but like everybody in the like um like the jurors, like nobody had mask on. So I'm like, it was very like, huh? Like what's going on? <laughs> like I feel yeah. like it's just hard to commit to that it so is. I feel like instead of like I feel like y'all should have just y'all should have just did without it like for real like instead of trying to like implement it into the show y'all should have did without it because it's very like inconsistent and that was very weird for me I mean obviously like I know Law and Order is not a perfect show but it was very weird for me because like I'm used to um like Law and Order usually being a consistent show, but that was just very inconsistent. I'm like, this not like y'all. That's how I felt. Like, yeah, I just feel like ex- escapism is what we all turn the TV on for right yeah, now. Exactly. We don't want to see the same shit that we dealing with in real life on screen. Like, it's, we only want to relate to a certain extent. Like, it's a very like fine line. Yeah, I think that again, without bringing the pandemic into the show, it still didn't put like it just wasn't. Like out in 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 big 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 settings, with like yeah. large crowds of people. Um, like remember the year before it was like festival and block party. What? Well, wait a minute. Now I am thinking of a few times where there were like little gatherings. But was I don't it the know. fashion show? That's season? what I was thinking about. The Crenshaw and John was the only thing I could think of. The Crenshaw and thing, and when they went back to school for homecoming or whatever they did, like those were the two times where I was like, I wonder if it was like intentional. Yeah, and that was um the fashion show thing was outside. Okay. But I feel like um in like the West Coast, a lot of stuff is outside. Um they have stuff outside like a lot. Um like they have malls outside and stuff like that. And so I feel I like love that. Yeah. But also, but also feel like they did like festivals before and a lot of shows and it would be a lot of club scenes like yeah. in the past and insecure. And I feel like they really were strategic in the sense where it's like yeah, we didn't feel like we were missing out on, like, them socializing. Like, I felt like they had more fun this season, actually. But it mm-hmm. just wasn't in no sentence. I don't know, but I like that. Um, I did not like... Well, I guess I like that Condola and Lawrence were healthily co-parenting. But yeah. it just, in my opinion, was all the proof we needed that, like you need to let a man go when he's like about to have a newborn because it's one thing dating somebody with a child, right? Like, okay, whatever. Like people, single parents date and find new love all the time as they should. Mm -hmm. But when 
you have a baby on the way with somebody you're not in a relationship with, if you're going to be a good father to that child, you have to be a good, like in some ways, a good partner with their mm -hmm. parent, with yeah. their mother. You have and, to be. And it's like that you studying. It's like you need to focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like pretty soon, like with Condola Lawrence, you go over there to see the baby. Next thing you know, she she can't lift something heavy because she just had a baby as a man. If you don't do it, you're an asshole. So mm -hmm. now you have to do, now you over here putting up shelves and shit for your baby mom. I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So I bet you asked a nigga where he was at. He was like, I was putting up shelves. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would okay. just be, I would be like, no way, no way, not that. I picture like by the time he said his sentence, he turned around and I have like a suitcase, it's like two suitcases in my hand, a trench coat and a dolly, like moving out, like moving my things out. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I'm not yeah. doing this. Like I'm not doing, I'm too, first of all, I'll be getting jealous of smaller shit. You putting up shelves for her, like you bonding over the kid and looking into each other's eyes at nighttime. Like, no. Yeah, oh, that would really hurt. Cause like in my mind, I'm like you putting up shelves, and then you be like you look into each other's eyes, and you be like, hmm. yeah, like, exactly. Like this moment, like you, you see love, you see love, and you fall. You in see love. love, and you see partnership, and it was, and y'all already dated, so it's not that far off. You start being like, you know what? She's actually kind of nice, and I enjoy putting those shelves up. And he, she, then she's looking at him like, oh, he's actually trying, and he's committed to. Why not just make this work? And I agree. Why not? <laughs> yeah, give it a go. Be a family, but now it's like, where do that leave me? Exactly. Cause like I felt like um when Tiffany was hinting on like it doesn't mean like I understand what she was saying, but I feel like the situation is different. I just feel like she's right. You could be that girl to make it work. Or you could be the girl to move on. <laughs> you could. Yeah. You I think that the girls who make it work or the people who make it work, they just got that in them. You know what I mean? And I feel like the people who like, that's a no, no, like that's just a boundary that it is irreparable. It's not, you can't repair it. It's just mm -hmm. what it is. And sometimes I start to feel like people like that get criticized so harshly. And I feel like I'm speaking personally because I'm like that. They get, they start, it start to feel like you, you want things to be too perfect. It's like, what? Yes, I want my man to not be have a newborn with somebody else. Because, like, if something happened in the middle of the night, he got to get out that bed and he got to go. I don't think people are really thinking about, like, what you have to truly sacrifice in order to make that work. And how many, like, I feel like with me, I don't want my love to be the exception for, I don't want it to be the exception. Like, I don't want how... Everybody else just gets a normal boyfriend and then my boyfriend has a newborn. Like, no. I really think immaturely. Like, that's not fair. Why do I have to have a man that's like putting up shells? At, like, nah, she made the right decision. Because a newborn is different. Like, kids, that's different. But like, a newborn, that's like, you have to have like attention to that. And also, that's still potential to fall in love. Like, I feel like if you're not together and the kid is six, Let's go. Like, you know, because it's just like the, 
I feel like at that point is y'all do not fuck with each other. Like, and <laughs> also, like, once a child can communicate on their own, <laughs> yeah, parent, like y'all need to be talking less. If you ask me, like, mm-hmm. all right, the baby said he liked chicken nuggets. So what are we talking about? Like, I don't understand. He knows what he likes to eat. Like, he knows what color. He mm-hmm. knows when he has to go to the bathroom. You know, of course, not stupid enough to ever say that parents should never be talking. Like, that's just irresponsible to say. But the level of communication and partnership is different when a child is of a certain age than when they're a newborn. Exactly. I agree. Like, uh-uh. I think, Le- I was about to say Lisa. Who the hell is that? I think Lisa made the best decision. <laughs> and when she thought about calling him back, I'm so happy Molly was like, baby, we can talk about this when you're sober. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad she waited because then they called in the morning. Exactly. But then also Lawrence called. Yeah, we can just ignore that part. I, what the hell did he want? I know. He looks so like, ew. Like, when he called, I'm like, get the out of here when he called he i give it to jail he's a great facial actor because yeah, he, he looked hate him he looked distraught i'm like what was he about to say yeah i hope she don't call him back no i think she did the best thing possible letting it go to voicemail but have you ever had that happen where you wanted to talk to somebody so bad like you almost manifested them that is scary. I have had that happen before. I know. I know you do. You do that a lot. That's how I know I'm a witch. I'm sorry. When I really, 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 really want somebody to talk to me, sometimes I just like think about it and be like, oh my gosh. And it's so weird because someone once told me that every time I'm thinking about them, that they can feel it and they're thinking about me too. And hearing that was like confirmation that I knew it. Like I knew that I can just feel when somebody wants to talk to me, when they don't want to talk to me, blah, blah. And it's just like, that's why you got to be careful what you manifest. Because sometimes you can manifest people and it's like, yay, I got this person to talk to me. But it's like, is it really a good thing that you're back to communicating with Lawrence? (laughs) It's like, I feel like Easton manifested him. I feel like they have nothing to talk about. I think that like looking back, when Issa said that they did, she didn't like the way they ended things, I was like, it was kind of abrupt for it, such a deep was. relationship, you know? I just, but I also feel like, what other way can you end it? Hmm. I don't know. Like, really. Yeah, what? that's true. What other way can you end it? Yeah, I really started to think about it like, okay, what what other way? Because if she would have set him down, I would have been like, hey, I don't think that this is going to work, blah, blah, blah. He would have probably been like, no, it can. Like, I know it can. Like, this then, uh, he probably would have, like, put a lot of pressure, and then she probably would have doubled the, like, and once you know, like, I don't want this for myself, you kind of have to be very abrupt. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. I, I hope we get into what he wanted at some point. And I hope that he says to her like hey i hope you're doing well um i just hope you're doing well but you know i'm moving on i want her to i want him to say that to her so bad yeah because what like stop playing like nate now now i'm seeing like nate really have every right to act the way he do Cause she just like that is so annoying like and i'm thinking about the look on her face that she be making when she do something dumb <laughs> 
just like yeah it's very childish it's like a child touched something they weren't supposed to touch yeah like stop I really um I'm like again I was ready for Nate's storyline to be over but he has really become like I feel like the most normal person on the show as far as decision making is concerned yeah. like even him saying like I know I can be avoidant I feel like when people are avoidant I get that more than I get some other conflict styles because being avoided is being stressed from the conversation. So literally avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I don't understand like Issa's like, I don't understand Issa's approach to conflicts, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I feel like she'd be making it worse. Yeah. She'd be like pouring f- like gasoline on a flame. And I'm like this to be so awkward. You would think that you would be trying to minimize the stress in your life. Yeah. Like you would be avoided. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Being avoidant makes sense for nervous ex- uh, people who suffer from anxiety. But it's like, when people pour fuel on the fire, I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with these next shows. You know, Tiffany moving to Denver. It's just wild. Like, you can tell the show is ending based on how certain things are starting to happen. Oh, and what was Dro calling Molly for? Yeah. What the heck? Was she doing something behind our back? I don't think so. I think Molly too hill and like um delivered to do that now. Yeah. Also, like I hope that this thing with the oh. guy Torian, I hope that like it's not like oh he's like oh I'm sorry you got the wrong idea. Like I, I swear hope, to God, I swear to God, I'm, be I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be so mad. I really want Molly to find her somebody to treat her how she deserves. Like I just feel like. Why do it, it always happens to the strong black woman character and shows like that they never really get what they really want? And I don't think that's fair. Like, I feel like they did the same thing to kind of Joan and Girlfriends. Like she almost got it. And then the show ended with no closure. And we we're like, what? And I'm like, please don't do that to Molly. Like, I know we're not going to be able to see the fairy tale ending with her and Torian, like because the show's ending in three episodes. But at least leave us hanging with promise that it looks like something safe and healthy for a black woman. I really don't like seeing black women not get what they want. I just don't. I don't like it. It's in TV. Why can't you give us what we want? It's fake. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. So like, please don't do, cause I was getting a little nervous when it was like, call him and stuff like that. I didn't agree I, with that. Call him. Yeah. I didn't agree with that either. Cause everybody was drunk and stuff, but like, I was getting nervous about that. Cause I was like, in my mind, I'm like, what if people like, whoa, whoa, this is just like, I'm like, no, because like, stop. I just felt like if he's coming on to you, if he's texting you, if he's calling you, just continue to give him the same energy. Do not feel like you now have to control it. And I just feel like, no, just let him continue to do it and let him co- ask you for a date. Mm-hmm. I'll just be pro, let him do it. If that's what he want to do, he will. Yeah, that's true. Like, if I want to, I will. If I want to, I will. Yeah, I think with Molly, like, and I be thinking this for myself too. Like, it's easy to want to take control when, especially when you like somebody. But I think you should just like let it go, let so it flow. Sorry, y'all. I gotta open my door because I don't know if y'all heard that my dog is barking. Oh, I didn't hear it. <sighs> that also was running my mouth. <laughs> I was like, yippee for you. But yeah, um, um 
I'm really because also like so I found out y'all how to look at the previews and I was telling you mine from the preview I can't even tell what's gonna happen next yeah I, I feel like the it. preview used to be spicier like it used to be like ooh, ooh. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and like it was I feel like I'm a watch regardless. <laughs> so maybe they feel like look, these niggas just want to tune in. So it's no reason to make the preview that juicy. Also, I feel like now we at a point where the previews would tell what was gonna happen, I think True. maybe. Cause like I think what we really want to know is what Lawrence had to say and why Drew called. Exactly. And those are two things where I think like if they could have just like teased a little bit of like Drew face if he's gonna come back. I don't know. Mm. Draw was the one in the 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 cup the drop tr- I said drupple the truffle thing right? Uh, allegedly, we still don't know if Candace knew about that. Right? I really feel like Candace did not know for some reason. But then again, it seemed like he loved her so much, and maybe I missed some dialogue or something that maybe mm-hmm. she didn't know. I don't know. That yeah. was my least favorite Molly face. Same. He just seemed. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, yo. <laughs> you about to say? No, because you could hear him breathing into the mic. But, um, I don't hear him. Oh, I well, I'm right next to him. But yeah, that was my least favorite because like I just did not trust him. Yeah, I didn't trust him either. He looked like a nigga that you just can't trust. Right. Wait, Drew was played by no Drew was the other light skinned nigga. He wasn't the Dej- No. Who was what was the Jenna name? I don't know because he was not really. He was on like one up with one or two episodes. He was. This is so, it was so many light skins. Yeah, she clearly got a type. Now I hear him breathing. <laughs> Too <I'm so> excited. <laughs> I was about to say since y'all love him so damn much. Um. So yeah, more to come with Insecure. Three more episodes. I'm gonna be so sad. Like, I was thinking, I was like, what should we watch? Because I like this, like, us talking about a TV show. I know you said we're going to talk about Sweet Tooth next. Um, but and we I'm already... It. We, I know, I know. And we, like, binge watch that, so it's different. Um, I personally... I said, I personally... Um, I personally cannot imagine myself watching the show Secession, but I feel like you would watch it. Um, I don't... But See, what's that about? Because I feel like with na- well shows stocks. with names like, <laughs> huh? It's stocks. Yeah, with shows with names like Succession, I'm like, what's the hook? Like, I don't yeah, get it's it. like white people in suits, business. Mm. I like that because you know sometimes I do love that. I love me some yeah. stuff like that. Right now I'm heavy into Selling Sunset. Oh, I love it. Okay, I should watch that. Um, you would love it. I thought it was a broad. I was a broad. I thought it was a Bravo show. Kinda ish. I just feel like it does remind me of more earlier two thousand ish, um, like earlier two thousand ish reality style TV shows. Okay. Like I loved reality TV shows where the girls go out to lunch and talk about absolutely nothing, but they make it like <laughs> it's really hard decisions or they end up crying. Like I yeah. love it. I mean, of course, there's some decisions that are hard, like marriage and children, but sometimes it just be like drama and this really not anyone's business, but. It's so weird because in watching, like, just watching the first few episodes, the girl I thought was the the villain mm-hmm. is now my favorite. And the girl that I thought was the sweetheart, in my opinion, I think she's the villain. So, is it, um, 
So you're finished. You're you finished watching it. Nope. I'm on season one still. I'm on oh, season one, episode season. six. Yeah, See, three seasons to, so far. So I'm trying to think like of a show where so y'all, if there is a show that is like, oh, I know the show. I was like, you okay? Um, <laughs> the uh Quinta has a new show that oh, just yeah. came out today and it's on it premieres on Hulu. Um and we can watch that and talk about it. That sounds good. I would love that. It's yeah, called Miss Abbott's, right? The, um, Abbott Elementary. Oh, Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I did see. I see ads. Shout out to whoever doing their paid social because that's all I get is paid advertisements on Twitter. It's really smart. The thing is, I wish that I got better um, paid advertisements. I be getting dumb shit. I, sometimes I get very dumb things on Twitter, but I think because I probably pit, fit whatever persona for the African-American, like millennial woman, but like in all things that I consume on other websites so that when I go on other websites, they retarget me on Twitter. I would say, well, why do I get McDonald's? I had to block them. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah, bro, I've never seen a McDonald's. Also, I've like, never seen a McDonald's ad. You get, um, you sometimes like, well, right now I'm getting ads for the jobs I'm applying to. Yeah. I definitely be getting a lot of show ads. Yeah, I don't. When I saw McDonald's, that pissed me off. I blocked them so hard. And it's so weird. Like, um, Instagram is the worst. I'm like, they gotta be breaking some law with (laughs) how they be retargeting. They really do. Meta, Meta don't play. Like you literally, I know we probably signed permission for it to happen, but it's just still creepy when you say something and then it fucking pops up like, whoa. Yeah, that's freaky as hell. That is so freaky. Like that happened on Insecure um, and that John Legend song start playing. Yes. The green light. Give me the green light. They was like, oh! After... After Kelly was already into some witch shit that day. Yeah, right? She was like, it's the game. Oh my gosh. But no, I'm so excited. Can't wait. Um, Ikea. We all love it. It's a furniture <laughs> store. Let's talk about it. It actually was just there like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So in Denmark, there were a bunch of people, dozens, forced to like spend the night in the store. So a showroom in northern Denmark turned into a vast bedroom after six customers and about two dozen employees were stranded by a snowstorm and forced to spend the night in the store. So it was 12 inches of snow fell, trapping the customers and employees when the the department store closed on Wednesday evening. We slept in furniture exhibitions in in our showroom on the first floor where we had beds, mattresses, and sofa beds. Wow. This is crazy. That sounds so fun. Like, Yeah, they said it's much better than sleeping in the car. It was nice and warm, and we were just happy that they would let us in. We just laughed at the situation because we're probably not, we will probably never experience it again. It was one night. I would be like, can I say again? (laughs) Abba, can we have some meatballs, some vegan ones? (laughs) Right when we wake up in the morning. I would be like, can we eat? (laughs) <laughs> and not pay for it because I have to be here. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all can afford it. Right? That sounds so fun. Like, that's sound like my, like, child, like, a, like something I would want to do as a kid. 
Yes, but it also it's like oh here I go. I about to say it could also be a crazy horror movie too. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know why I said that, but think about it. If it really was a movie or something like that, like you could um, like one person is actually deranged, and then you're stuck in there, and it's twelve inches of snow outside, so you really can't go anywhere. You just gotta fight them off. Yeah, I see a movie like that, and I know there's a um there's a horror movie called Chopping Mall, where people are <laughs> stuck in a mall. <laughs> Chopping mall. That's so funny, right? That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I would love it if you sit the fuck down. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, <laughs> having a dog, right? But yeah, um, chopping mall. I think that was the premise of it. Like, people were stuck in the mall. Um, but yeah, that sounds so fun, so cozy. Um, just like, I also just love sleepovers. Me too. And also, like, the IKEA showroom. They be snapping. They really sell the dream. They do. They really, they really sell, sell the dream in the showroom. They really, really do. It make you feel like, oh, I can live this fantasy. That's why I go to the showroom when I'm in a bad mood. Like, it's my happy place. Whenever I just don't know what else to do, I go to the Ikea showroom and I just walk around and I'm like, hmm, future kitchen ideas, future bedroom. Like, I just play in my house out. Mm-hmm. It's and so it, like, refreshing. Yep, it it was it's really a perfect place. It's hilarious because they have like footage of people sleeping in the beds in the showrooms. <laughs> well, when people got when they got stuck in there, yeah, <laughs> oh, like they were so literally sleeping on the merchandise, which is kind of dirty, but also like who cares? If it's, yeah, what was they gonna do? Yeah, what literally? What other choice do you have? And I would be scared to run my car all night. Yeah, right. You um, what the hell was I gonna say? Um. Of course, it ha- it happened outside America. Like I'm not surprised. <laughs> America Day, but I'm sorry, guys. You gotta, you gotta that, get or, like I feel like somebody will go crazy in here. They're like, "You're locked in here with me." <laughs> yeah, they definitely will be on some shit. Yeah, like I really feel like in America they would be like, like you know when um SpongeBob was like me honey 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 like doodle bob. <laughs> um, I feel like somebody would do that. I feel like if it was America, somebody, but I'm not standing here with her. She's black. You like, really? Yeah. We're in a snowstorm. I'm not standing and here really... with queers. I'm not standing here with <laughs> niggers. And I'm not standing there like you. I'm not standing here with a vaxxer. You like, what? So you rather do <laughs> die in the snow than to stay with somebody who got a vaccination? It's yeah. Crazy. Like, what? Like, that is just so crazy. I was thinking about that today. Um, sidebar. I was thinking about it today. Like, some, a certain somebody um that i was talking to that um well iman is well one of your cousins that i was talking to when i told him i was vaccinated that's when he stopped like talking to me and i'm like that is so funny that like uh, somebody could with a scooby-doo me. snack for a brain decided <laughs> that that was that was that, their just like, that okay. is so funny that somebody could be attracted to you and then you tell them that you're vaccinated that they're like whoa like Oh my gosh, like you're I a should be uh, judging you. I'm like, I'm li- like, that is so bizarre to me. Like, that is just. I, I hate when I'm supposed, I could be judging somebody else, but I've got my way to prove that I'm not. And then they judge me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? I was just like, I'm literally, but to them, they're like, you're being a sheep. I'm just like, okay. True. I guess so. Bye. That's- be hot. That's how uh, sheep to be. Bags. 
Thing is, I'm actually doing what I want. I just disagree with you. But that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. People ain't really willing to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, what was we talking about? Oh, Ikea. Mm-hmm. What other store would you be okay with being trapped inside of? Um, So, I was going to say mattress firm, but they don't have food. So, oh. I would probably say the Macy's in Herald Square. Um, or make like any big Macy's because I don't know if y'all know, but well, because I worked at Macy's, but Macy's obviously is a department store, but it's a department store that literally has everything. So they have bedding, they have mattresses and stuff like that there. They have pillows, and some Macy's have like um Starbucks inside of them. Like mm. the one I used to work at has Starbucks inside of it. Um, and sometimes they have like um like random like snacks like stuff. So yeah, I would um probably do a Macy's that was in the city. So like the one in Harold Square or the one downtown Philly. Um, what's another one? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like department style. Um, hmm, uh, fucking, it's not around anymore, but I feel like pair one imports because I feel like it's probably spirits in here. And that could be fun. Um, <laughs> recipes hmm. to pair one imports. I can't believe um, that a store ain't around anymore. I think the business of the store is not. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know if it's still around, but Sears. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with Sears. I was too. Um, don't know why, but I was obsessed. Like anytime my grandma was like, "We going to Sears," I would lose my shit and be like, "Yahoo!" Like I'd be so happy. I remember I got my Mulan Barbie doll from there. Oh yeah, Sears sell everything. That's another thing. They have bedding. Oh, also I just remembered. And they Macy's- got a garage. They got a garage. You can get like new wheels and stuff. True. Tires. Oh, I just realized too. Macy's in the mall also has bedding too. Um, the mall. So I was thinking King Impression Mall. I yeah. think I was thinking King Impression Mall, but then I was like thinking about if you want to talk about somebody being deranged, I feel like that mall could bring I've seen some crazy things in that mall. Also, um another thing to remember, um, I don't know if y'all know, I don't know if other malls are like that. Um, but anybody can come into King Impression Mall. Like any even after hours, like I've had to go yeah. there at um Three, because I maybe shouldn't working. be letting people know. That. I mean, they probably already know. <laughs> they probably already know. Well, maybe I should. Maybe they'll tighten things up. <laughs> but yeah, like you can go. I think I'm, other malls might be like that too. But yeah, anybody can get in there because you have to work and like you only have a key to your store. Not so probably if it was the mall, I would only do it if it was like my store. Um, because I have a key, I can lock it and stuff like that. Cause I used to, when I used to work there, I used to, ha- I used to sleep in here. <laughs> so not far fetched. Yeah. I would do Target. I was just about to say that Target also, um, I would do Target Walmart. because a superstore and oh, yeah. I know that there's a bunch of food in there. Home goods. I feel like home goods would be cool for sure. I feel like it might be a little too junky for me to stay in there all night. I think I might get a little messed up, like annoyed. Sometimes home goods could be a junky. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, it's fun. But I'm like, wait a minute. Like a, a Ross, a TJ Maxx, a Marshall, a home goods, I might I wouldn't want to spend the night. I would get stressed. But like a Target, I would want to because they got like honestly, I just would be trying to hair care stuff. They're like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, just wanted to try the shampoo real quick. 
Yeah, exactly. So like, or like just places with like bedding. That's the big thing. Yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond, literally. Yeah, literally. But cert- only certain ones, because like I realized, so I went to the Bed Bath & Beyond out, um, oh my God, where the fuck is this area? What is this area called? You know, where the Whole Foods that you go to. Oh yeah, um, I don't so like the, that one. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it so bad. Like I went out there and it was just so bad. I hated it. They didn't yeah. even have dish. Like I went in there because I was looking for detergent, and they didn't have detergent. They had a like a certain. They had detergent that like nobody fucking uses. I'm just like, oh, no. what? who's your target audience? When I tell you the one that I go to, it is that one. They didn't added so much stuff to that Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, they literally have food in there. They have deodorant. They have, I used to get my, like, shampoo, toothpaste, mouthwash, all that stuff. So they got, like, a toiletries aisle. Then they got, of course, the bed and the bath and, you know, kitchen stuff as well. But, like, I really love the Bed Bath & Beyond that I go to. But I don't like the one out there near that Whole Foods you're talking about. Yeah, I hate it. The one in New York is really fun because it remind. It, I don't know for some reason make you feel like I'm at home alone. Don't um, yeah, but um yeah, I love that one. Absolutely. So Bed Bath and Beyond, any place honestly, besides like like a supermarket. Although it seems ideal because it's food, but it's like it's really cold or fluorescent light in. Like who wants to really be in there? Right. But yeah, so shouts to those people. Happy that I can't enforce them to go out um into the twelve inches of snow because that's fucking that's that's a lot. Yeah, right. That is a lot. So the next and last um portion of the show, we uh, it was actually suggested to us by a listener. I don't know if you were able to get that listener's name or if they agreed to share their names Let's- or social tag me look but the question is how to get over seeing your ex with someone else so we figure it like yeah let's talk about it and that's how i feel about that how you feel about it so- <laughs> <laughs> but honestly so it comes in waves so first the first the first um initial feeling and i feel like the best thing you could say is to lean like one of my friends told me this and ever since she told me this i've been using it for everything is like just lean into your pain because that's the only way you're gonna get over it like if you deny it and stuff like that you never get over it but when you lean into it it's like okay i can get over this so lean into your pain that's the first like step just like cry act a fool um be like you know slide down the wall as people say oh (laughs) um ebba forever i went to college with her shout out to her swedish swedish betty um but anyway yeah so the first thing slide down that wall be sick on your stomach you if you feel like you can't eat eat some crackers drink water like because you just 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 take the pain just let it flourish then I would say go out with your little go out with your friends, surround yourself with your friends, a crap a crackable, crack a couple jokes, you know, just be around jokes. Exactly. Just be around your friends. Like just like laugh and you know, just have a jolly old time. Then I would say spend some time alone. 
may, this is something that happened to me. So this person wasn't necessarily my ex, but they were somebody that I was talking to and I liked them a lot. I wrote a letter to them in my notes app. I just wrote a letter and when I wrote the letter, I got misty eyed because I'm hella sensitive, but I wrote the letter and I didn't send it to them. I just wrote like all my feelings. I edited the letter down. I fixed the punctuation. I formatted it. I was doing all this stuff in the letter, um, to like, I was just putting all my focus, my feelings on it, getting it out. And when I tell y'all after I wrote that letter, I felt like a weight lifted off of my shoulders because for me, when I wrote the letter, it was making me reflect on like, let's get to the root of this. Why did you really like this person? One, two, why were you holding on to this? You know, three, why does it hurt that you let them go? Three, four, um, what can you gain from letting them go? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all breakups are different, but I know for me having to separate myself from this person, I was doing nothing but gaining something. Yeah. So, um, when I wrote that down, that's when everything clicked to me and I'm like, it's not a loss. And, you know, this isn't, isn't the only, you know, so what, you know, this person is like this height and, you know, they're vegan, like, you know, whatever like that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Who cares? Who cares about that if this person did not make you feel good? You know, you can find somebody that makes you feel good. They might not check all the boxes, you know, but if they make you feel that's the most important thing is, um, you know, if this person makes you feel good, this person listen to you, this person care about you. Does, does this person check up on you, you know, and if you can't like, so just let it, you know, let it go. Also, like, um, Think about the, you know, try again, this helped with the letter. Think about all the good things that can happen to you by letting this, like, you know, you know, person, you know, let them go. And I thought about it. I thought about, I see what happened was what I cut it off is because I didn't see them with another person, but they tweeted about it. And that made me sick. That made me like slide down the wall, like, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was just like the thought, the initial thought. And for me, like thoughts are like just more power, like just thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sick, whatever. But also you have to realize just because this person is with another person and again, all breakups are different, but I'm just speaking from like my experience. If this person, and I'm not talking about this last person, but like in general, if this person gave you hell, what makes you think they're not giving the next person hell, you know? Mm-hmm. And some people change, you know, is the, you have to say it out loud, the hard truth is maybe they did move on and they are treating this person better like just say it out loud but that doesn't make that doesn't make you like less lovable yeah you're not the loser exactly you're not the loser it just wasn't it just wasn't the fit for you and it's okay when some things don't fit it's really okay it's not the end of the world and And i like i'm sorry sorry. i like that you said that because i really feel like it's always this propaganda like People are going to get what they deserve. Don't worry about it, girl. You going to, he's going to lose and you're going to win. And it's like, actually, don't even set yourself up like that. Sometimes that actually don't happen. Sometimes him and the ex, they actually go on and live a good life. And you have to be prepared for that and not feel like it's in a personal attack. Saying this as somebody who feels like it is a personal attack sometimes when people move on. I get it. I get it. Exactly. I feel like I cut you off. Oh no, it's okay. But yeah, like 
it's not like you're not a loser like you know and it's okay to like you know get your feelings out stuff like that but when I tell you like writing it out helps so much like it really helps so much it put things in perspective and like I wrote like two letters and I just never sent them I just was like these are my feelings you know I want this I really wanted to move on so I'm like I'm not even going to go back and forth and then I assessed it the situation like oh even if I send it this person if they didn't care about certain things when I was like you know quote unquote like talking to them being friends with them why the hell would they care when I'm trying to go away from them like you know so yeah it's um but yeah the, it, it does hurt you know seeing them with so, but my thing is block them like I know that sound like some people see blocking as like you know it's passive aggressive it's just whatever I be blocking people to protect myself because I know how sensitive I am and I know how easy I will slide down the wall crying so yeah. I'm just like I will block somebody like and to the point where I forget there exists I have blocked this one again I had blocked his um no for example what I'm talking about somebody I actually dated my ex I had blocked his his um his music group I blocked him I blocked his brother. I blocked his brother's girlfriend. I blocked his girlfriend. I blocked everybody. I didn't want to see anybody. And like, we're cool now. And like, we joke about it. It's like, damn, you really got rid of I'm like, yeah, I had to. That's what I had to do. And when they find out how to block emails, it's over for you, niggas. Exactly, because that's the thing. That's how I got caught up is because I didn't have them blocked on email. I mean, you could. it's easy to block people on emails. I I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can block people on email. I did not know Um, that. So yeah, it's it's easy to block people on emails, but I wasn't even think I wasn't thinking to block email because like I'm like who emails, you know? Um, but yeah, so I feel like block like blocking when I say like for me also for me, like when I block somebody, I really unblock them. I really do. The last person I blocked, I did unblock them because I'm just like, I'm not mad. I just had to block you for a minute to like get over this, but I'm not mad. Yeah, um, I do that all the time. Yeah. So, so, and also a key, like, say you don't want to like have someone blocked out of your life. You just want to not be followed no more anymore. You can block them and unblock them on Instagram. And mm-hmm. that just makes you automatically unfollow each other. Yep. So I feel like it's on some eternal sunshine of the spotless mind type shit where it's like, no, nope, now we just don't exist to each other anymore. Also, right? you can remove people from your followers on Instagram. I know you could do that. I just like to block and unblock so that they don't, um, mm-hmm. I can make sure that they don't see me. That's how, that's the only thing I think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, But yeah, I I agree with everything you said. I think um, like as a person who can be like very, I already talked about this, like just being a little bit of territorial sometimes, a little jealous. Like one time I literally told a guy, hey, like remember, don't don't forget our rule. Like if you... If we you move on from me, you can't post your, your new person. Like I literally told somebody that once because I really don't want to see that shit. Like it'd be making me sick for whatever reason. I don't know why. And I think we do ourselves a huge disservice when we always try to be so strong and use common sense for why we shouldn't feel how we feel. It's like, okay, knowing what's right and how you should and shouldn't feel still doesn't stop you from feeling sick. Yeah. as fuck when you know that you're the person that you may or may not have been over you still were deciding you thought it was a possibility that you could get back together seeing them move on i'm sorry you can be the strongest person on earth that's still gonna hurt your feelings that's still gonna make you feel some type of way i think it's just like you said just accept it notice that it's a normal feeling it is normal 
to feel upset when your ex, somebody that you may have spent X amount of time with, for some people, you don't, we don't know how long this relationship was. It could have been five, six years spending every day with somebody. Y'all could have lived together. Mm-hmm. Y'all could have talked about marriage together. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, it's like over. Now, sometimes that hurts, but yeah, you actually can move on from really painful things. I think the number one thing you have to do is don't think of it of as a personal attack, even though mm-hmm. sometimes it could be. Sometimes people really do be moving on and posting a new person. Like, everybody do it to show, like, look, I'm happy now. Ha-ha, I don't need you, right? But it's like, regardless of that... Do you really want to be with a person who do that, though? Like, Yeah, yeah. here's the thing. Like, if they do that sick shit, right? Like, it's still... You're, you're still out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody did that to me, like, ha, I got my new girl, and I would be like, you know what? That still has nothing to do with me, and you cannot make me pay attention or give a shit yeah. publicly. You can't. You can't make me acknowledge. And there's power in acknowledgement. A lot of it. Also, if you care about this person so much, why are you trying to like be you like? Huh, I got one up on you. Like you know, that's weird. It is very strange, and um, I think that like sometimes. Oh, excuse me. I'm about to cough. Hold on one second. Sorry. <laughs> I think that like with like things like. Sierra and Russell Wilson like that was organic you know how she had a shitty man and then she got what seems to be a much better one and everybody's like yes what's the prayer and then like I felt like Summer Walker was trying to force that like she was trying to be like my new man do so much for me goodbye London (laughs) London who London Bridge what I don't know that like she I just felt like people do it because they want to show the person who did them wrong a lesson or who they thought they appreciate I don't know but regardless of why people do what they do you have to always remember that it's not personal and it has nothing to do with you just like your narrative will now be yours when you decide to move on like you can move on and decide to keep your keep your relationship private public whatever you want but that's the only story that's the only relationship that you have control over is the one that you're with so when you see your ex with somebody else as much as it hurts you have to remember like yeah i'm not involved he's not mine anymore we're not involved anymore mm-hmm. and technically they do have a right to move on and so do i mm-hmm. like so do i just kind of letting logic rule even though sometimes it still is hurtful it's just like what what did i truly expect to happen mm-hmm. you know like you know they people have to move on and um, you will too. That's really exactly. important to realize. Like, I used to feel so sick because of the comparison. I felt like a lot of times when guys moved on and I saw their ex, uh, I mean, I, the when like exes moved on or guys I used to talk to moved on, people I really, really liked and wanted, I wasn't ready for it to be over, obviously. They always moved on with someone that in some way felt like the opposite of me. So it felt like a personal attack on me. Like they would move on with somebody who was like super petite mm-hmm. and I'm like a taller, thicker woman. So I feel like I'm too, like, was I not, 
was my height a problem? Did you not feel like I was like feminine enough? And obviously that's things on a deeper level, but because why I'm taking it personally, I'm taking his decision Mm -hmm. as a personal attack. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, one time somebody moves in with somebody that I felt just was like more agreeable. And I'm like, see, like, this is what Mm -hmm. I get for, you know, being so loud and outspoken. Like I never get rewarded the guy. Like he went on with somebody that was like pretty and quiet. Like, you know, and it's just like you start to feel like everything I'm not great. <laughs> Love that for you, that you really chose somebody the exact opposite as me. But everybody has to do what they want. And if somebody doesn't, you know, like you, or if it's made up in your head, it's above you. You can't mm-hmm. control it. All you can do now, your personal responsibility is to one, love yourself and two, only accept other people in your life that love you. That's all you can do. Exactly. And also, like, would you be happy if you made the changes that, like, you thought that you had to make? Absolutely not. Love you. Yeah, exactly. No way. No way. I think it always was like, damn, like, am I ever going to find somebody that actually likes me for me for being different? It seems like that's what gets people, but that's not what keeps them. So a lot of times we can also reflect our own insecurities though and decisions that other people make. Like I really, now that I look back on it, I really know for a fact that none of those guys picked those girls to hurt my feelings. I know they didn't. I know they didn't. I know that they didn't move on (laughs) and get into relationships strictly to piss me off and hurt me. Like, although that's what I felt like at the time, I know that's not it. And you got to sometimes think that like their decision is just theirs. So again, even with people trying to be funny, sometimes it's just, it's separate from you Mm -hmm. and you cannot let your, everybody has triggers, trauma. We all do. We can't let it bleed over into other people's decisions, but having exes is hard. It is. That's why I just, these days, I feel like the less people I engage with, the less you have the chance to uh, have, we have the chance to make like, I don't know, history with each other or something. I don't know. I just don't want to create it. Exactly. But you'll be good. You really will. Yeah. And like, I hope that helped. Um, It's really a lot of mental, it's a lot of mental gymnastics. To be honest, you wake up and you fight. That's that's just the rule. You wake up and you fight. You do. Hard. You fight hard as hell. And you just got to keep on fighting. And when you finally get over it, because I really thought that I was not, like my ex-boyfriend, I was sick to like i was like oh my gosh like i'm never gonna get over this lean on your friends lean on your friends because your your friends friends don't have the emotions as you like emotions put a a big cloud over really tall buildings i feel like Mm -hmm. tall buildings being your Mm self-esteem and your like perspective like and i feel like any type of like emotions they just put like a real dark cloud they cover everything and i feel like your friends they can only see you in your greatness. They don't have that emotional attachment to the person so they can speak the truth. Like, cause I remember one time I started talking that shit, like he went with a girl and you know, she's super pretty. And Sabrina was like, girl, she is like, okay, but it's not that deep. And I'm like, I trusted that when she said it, that that had to be the truth. Yeah, like that was girl like, wasn't all that in the bag of chips, the way I pictured it out to be. In my mind, I felt like I got left for like, I don't know, like Naomi Campbell or some shit. Like I'm like, wow. And then Sabrina was like, baby, like, no, it's not that deep. And I kind of kept remembering that. Like, it's not that deep. She's 
not better than me. It's not a personal attack. Like, it's just not. Also, um, don't be afraid to move on. Like, if something, if something comes, not saying like, you know, just have, like, if something comes your way and you feel like, you know, yeah, like, I'm ready or something, like, I would say go for it. Like, you know, yeah. like, go for it. I said go, go for it. <laughs> Gabrielle <laughs> Union said that in her book. She was like, I don't, I don't believe in like waiting a hill and like hurry up and move on to the next person. I know some of us are not emotionally like equipped for that. I'm not personally, but is wild because sometimes I do be ready and sometimes regardless of you being ready a good person comes and you gotta just jump on it you can't be like exactly. actually need to heal it's like do you really <laughs> do you really need to heal or do you need to just do you need a distraction baby like Kalani said exactly <laughs> do you just need to have fun and go on some dates and if somebody is totally on board with that and knows where you are like why block your own blessings trying to get over somebody that like I'm not trying to be funny I be picturing niggas doing that thing like lady in a tramp like eating spaghetti together like no they out there living their life like I need to go live mine exactly they being cute together and I'm over here sad as shit eating pretzels and ice cream <laughs> literally what i'm about to do when i get when we're when that we're sounds done. really good actually oh my god it's my favorite combination so y'all i don't know if, if briars is available everywhere but briars has a cookies and cream vegan ice cream that is like absolutely to die for like I, it really is it's to die for and then i put some pretzels with it so you know it's like a salty and a sweet mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but yes thank you so much for uh that question and we hope you feel better like seriously we're sending you so much love it'll this too shall pass yeah so that's it for this week's show guys off the cuff you know black girl brunch just some tea for the soul just you know talking our shit a little bit but um if you have any more ideas, <coughs> excuse me about the call. If you have any more ideas or suggestions for show um, topics, be sure to email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at blackgirlbrunch. You can hit us up on Twitter at blkgirlbrunch. You can find me on Instagram at imamate. And you can find me on Twitter at itsmateisbri. At frankenfilm underscore on Twitter and it's frankenfilm on Instagram. Yay. All right, guys, that's it. That's the show. We love you. Bye. Peace.